All Things Techie Podcast is a product of the Extreme Media Network. For advertising and sponsorship opportunities, please visit www.extrememedia.ie. That's X-T-R-E-M-E, media.ie. Audio visual from an Irish perspective. This is the All Things Techie Podcast. Hello, hello, hello to you. It's Justin Dawson. It's episode 29 of the All Things Techie podcast. I'm on my own in Dublin, Ireland. And if you want to get in contact with the program, you can do so by visiting our official website, www.allthingstech.ie. I was about to give out a different address. And you can uh, find out about how you can watch our programs because we stream all our episodes on YouTube and you can visit our YouTube channel there. You can also like, comment and share by visiting your favorite podcast app store, click on subscribe and then you will never miss a program. The All Things Techie Podcast. Subscribe, like and share. Now, since I'm on my own, I have to have people to tell me what's coming up in the program. So, Rosie, what's coming up? Thanks, Justin. This is the All Things Techie Podcast, Episode 29. Coming up in Episode 29, updates to Apple Maps and iOS 14. Google still pays billions to Apple to be their main search engine. 100,000 people in a Zoom call. I hope everyone is muted on entry. Apple to close several stores again, and the Irish government creates an app for contract tracing. Don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe to our podcast. Email your feedback to comments at allthingstech.ie. Back to you, Justin. Well, thank you very much, Rosie. Um, well, it's nice that you have an assistant when Simon is gallivanting down in County Clare. How, how's about that? I just have to do the programme by myself. More than 700,000 people have downloaded the COVID-19 tracker app in the first day. The Irish government created this app. It costs nearly three quarters of a million to uh, create. A new COVID-19 tracker app has been downloaded by 700,000 and it's just what the Irish government wanted. They needed this many people to download the app. Now, personally, I haven't downloaded the app myself yet, but I've read a lot about it and my wife has downloaded it too. The Department of Health and Health and Health Service Executive launched the app to help identify close contacts of people who tested positive for the disease. Acting Chief Medical Officer Dr. Ronan Glynn said, this is one more example of the solidarity and collective spirit that has characterized the Irish public's response to the COVID-19 to date. The app is an important tool to support our contact tracing systems. It is the potential to reduce the time that people are active in the community with infection and which will have a significant impact on the transmission of the disease. The more people who download and use the app, the more effective it will be. It is a further opportunity for us to play our part in the response to COVID-19. The Department of Health was today notified of one further death and 24 additional confirmed cases of COVID-19. In the past two days, listeners, we've had about zero deaths and about 20 or so odd cases to um, each day. So the numbers are down, but it's inevitable that prediction-wise, there's going to be a another spike because people want to travel outside of the country. 
The government is saying don't travel outside the country unless it's essential. People want to go on holidays, it's a bit of a cat and mouse game. And then we have gone into phase three of opening up Ireland again. So you can't travel around the country. That's why Simon was not with us in this episode, because he went down to County Clare, which is the other side of Ireland. And he's entitled to do so now that you can travel. And the question mark is, do you want to actually travel and visit relatives and expand your bubble and chances and risks and who have your family and friends been in contact with they still recommend a two meter guideline public transport you cannot use public transport uh, without wearing a face mask it is mandatory but is anyone enforcing it here's the question not really is the answer and um, we're going to be discussing this in depth of what is the COVID-19 rules and regulations once we enter episode 30 because we got Graham Kirkpatrick, we have Jason Ward, we have all the guys and girls that were involved in a previous episode that we did when COVID-19 started locking down countries and we thought it was all going to just last about a week or two. How wrong were we? How wrong? Well, I can't say how wrong was I. Some people thought maybe a month. No one ever expected that we're still trying to transition our way out of this and there could be another spike on the way. The Department of Health was today. Oh, I read that. Sorry. There has now been a total of 1,742 deaths related to the virus in Ireland and 25,538 confirmed cases. So to tell you more about this app, right. So you download it, it's available on Android, it's available on the iOS store. They're saying that if you have an Apple phone that's older than iOS or than Apple 7 or older, or have an old iOS on your Apple phone, it will not work. So that's problem number one. Problem number two is Huawei phones there has been some problems in people getting it to work on the Huawei phones. Um, some saying that it's because some Huawei phones don't use the Android app store. Some do. You're going to have those problems. But what also the big issue is GDPR. I don't want to give away my details. Well, this app, I have to say, if you we're going to put the details in the show notes of how to download this app and find out information of it if you're living in Ireland. If you're living outside of Ireland, don't download it. No point, because it only works in Ireland. It works off the Bluetooth, so you have to have your Bluetooth enabled at all times. And if you're in proximity to other people using the app and there is a confirmed case, it will identify and alert you that a certain individual that you have been in close contact with has contracted COVID-19 and then they will tell you to recommend that you get a test. So it's trying to limit down people getting a test and that don't need to get a test. So I, I think it's a fabulous idea. Over 700,000 people have downloaded it. They're looking for over a million people to download it to actually make it physically work and be able to, to narrow it down. And the other great thing about this is people have said about the internet security, the whole app source code is available 
on the government's website, the Irish government's website, for people to read through to check whether too much of their data and information has been taken or, or is this a step too far with Big Brother? Well, the government haven't spent 700,000 euro, uh, sorry, 750,000 euro or more developing an app without thinking about the securities and the GDPR. I think this is fabulous. I just don't understand why this is done on, on a much larger level. Um, like, I always keep on thinking back to the likes of Facebook and Google and thinking that if you're using Facebook and Google, you are pretty much consenting to having your details shared um, on social networks. Google, if you're using it for Google Maps and whatever, you have that button that is a tracking app. So I can tell on Google where I've, I've turned on the feature so I can tell where I've been throughout the day and it gives me recommendations and says, oh, how did you like visiting such and such? I just have to pass by a store and it sends me alerts going, how did you like visiting such and such a store? And it's also handy if, if you're trying to remember where you had been the day before or where's the directions to such and such a place. So why haven't Google, with this technology, created some type of global COVID-19 tracing app? Or are they ever going to do so? Who knows? But I would hope that there's something along the lines. In the meantime, if you're living in Ireland, do download this app. There's no doubt that this can help identify future cases of COVID-19. And let's hope that it flattens the curve even more with a spike that could happen in Ireland. We're going to be talking, like I said, more about COVID-19 and technology involved in COVID-19 and what's the future of audiovisual in episode 30. 29, episode 29 and episode 30 are going to nearly come back to back because I'm doing this just before I get on a call with the guys and girls and talk about what's happening in their country, the lockdowns and what they predict. Uh, like I said, we did a program with the, so this is sort of the sequel to COVID-19, the episode that we did on COVID-19, where we had Adam Harvey, Joe Way, um, I can't even think of all the people that was on that program. There's about six or eight people on that program. We've got about five or six of them back again um, this episode on episode 30 and it's an episode not to be missed because we discuss what do we think the future holds and what pe people have thought about virtual conferences versus infocom and is the it's ISC 2021 going to happen in Barcelona who knows because in Europe there is some spikes in America there was 55,000 cases confirmed the other day I know America's massive, but you say, can you open it up for America to travel into mainland Europe? Who knows? Like, comment and share if you want to get in contact with the program. Here's how you do so. Like, like, like our show. Don't forget to subscribe to All Things Techie in your favorite podcast store. I wasn't even aware that Apple was still using their own map interface. And actually, listen, I really want to know who actually uses Apple Maps. Because I remember when Apple Maps first came out in Ireland, they had Dublin Airport, like in County Wicklow, um, for the 
the way that they had coded and designed the app or was it the that dublin zoo was like in the city center of dublin so it would have sent people spiraling out of control well apple is adding cycling directions and ev routing to maps in ios 14. so ios 14 is on the way that's going to be interesting it's especially like i wonder as we discussed that you have to have an up-to-date ios to run the COVID-19 app. Let's hope that this isn't going to absolutely knock out um, the COVID-19 app in Ireland working when people update their Apple phones to iOS 14. Apple has announced at this year's WWDC that the company's adding a long-awaited feature to its default Maps app when iOS 14 drops, cycling directions. But Apple is the only launching it in New York, Los Angeles, San Francisco, Shanghai, and Beijing. It didn't immediately say when it will expand to other parts of the world. Users will be able to see elevation changes, and Apple Maps will even suggest if people should take a flight of stairs to save time or allow them to route around steep hills. Cycling directions will be available to watch OS 7.2. Um, I, I still think that Google Maps, you're never going to beat Google Maps for directions. It's, I, uh, I'm a Googler, okay, fine, I'll admit it. I, I'm not trying to show bias towards it, but it just works. You know, I very rarely have I ever been sent the wrong direction with, um, with Google Maps. But Google is still paying Apple billions of dollars to be the default engine in Safari. Google paid Apple the majority of $1.5 million sum last year to be the default position in the UK. UK regulators are scrutinizing a long-standing deal between Apple and Google over default search engine in their iPhone makers mobile Safari browser reports routers. According to an updated report compiled by the UK Government Competition and Markets Authority, Google pays Apple a substantial majority of the £1.2 billion, roughly $1.5 billion it pays every year in the UK alone for so-called default positions. In other words, when Google pays a company to make a search engine to go to one in a browser or other platform. Do you think they actually need to do that? I, like, when you're again, listeners, if you're actually looking for something on a search engine, what search engine do you usually use? If you're looking for a video, it comes up usually with YouTube. If you're looking for how to video, how to change a tire on a car, you usually go to YouTube. You don't go to something else. Well, I don't, to be quite honest, I don't even know what other search engines people would use. Some people use DuckDuckGo, isn't that one of the search engines that's supposed to be um, private? Or, well, the browser, that's a browser. So uh, to be quite honest, I don't know who uses any other search engine rather than Google. Really don't. I'd, I'd love to hear your comments on that. Comments at allthingstech.ie if you'd like to get in contact with the program. Going back to Apple, Apple has reclosed more than 25% of its US retail stores due to COVID-19 spikes. When is Apple going to be able to sell Macs again? <laughs> you know, or are they just going to keep selling online? Um, that, that is a, that's a total count of 77 out of 271 stores closed in the US. Apple is reclosing more than 
uh, all these stores uh, due to response in COVID-19 spikes in states throughout the country, CSB, CNBC reports. On Wednesday, the iPhone maker said it would reclose an additional 30 locations across the seven states, bringing the total number of closed stores to 77 or more than 25% of its US operation. The states it's hit by, uh, by this wave of closures includes Alabama, California, Georgia, Idaho, Louisiana, Nevada, and Oklahoma. Wow. 77 stores out of its 271 stores. So less than 200 stores open across the states. It, it really ask yourself like how Apple is going to uh, pull back um, after this. Coming up uh, on the Old Teens Techie Podcast, it's a short episode of episode 29. I estimate 100,000 people join a massive Zoom event honoring the influential late rabbi. That's coming up on the All Teens Techie Podcast, episode 29. Hi, I'm Billy. My name's Owen. And I'm Rosie. I'm Rachel. And I'm a voiceover for XTS. Instead of listening to us, this could be your advert. With any of our voices. Why not contact Extreme Technology Solutions today? And let us be the voice of your product or service. Visit www.xts.ie for more information. Extreme Technology Solutions. Extreme Technology Solutions. Extreme Technology Solutions. Experts connecting you. Experts connecting you. Experts connecting you. Making sense of the world of technology from an Irish perspective. This is All Things Techie. It is the All Things Techie podcast, episode 29. It's a short episode because we're going to spend a lot of time with episode 30, where we're joined by, it's a sequel to our first COVID-19 response program, where we thought it was going to only last, COVID-19 was only going to last maybe a week or two, maybe a month at most. Did we ever think that we were going to be missing St. Patrick's Day, missing Easter, missing the May, 1st of May, the May bank holiday, missing the June bank holiday. Schools being closed since the mid-March and won't reopen till September, if they reopen in September. Crusher's just reopening here in Ireland and we're allowed to travel the length and breadth of the country, but we're only allowed to meet in groups smaller than 50 people. Um, indoors, we're supposed to keep it to a low amount as well. And if we're going to pubs, they have to serve meals that are a substantial amount of at least 10 euro per person, and you can only stay in a pub for 90 minutes. We're going to be discussing all that on episode 30 of the All Things Techie podcast and comparing it to different countries. Also talking about future audiovisual and technology conferences. Will they go ahead and what our panel thinks of virtual meetings and virtual conferences? That's all coming up in episode 30 of the All Things Techie podcast. Now, tens of thousands of people logged onto Zoom Wednesday for a giant interactive gathering honoring the late American Orthodox rabbi viewed as one of the most influential Jewish teachers, mentors, and scholars of the 20th century. To mark the 26th anniversary of the death of Menachem M. Schoenson, an estimated 100,000 
thousand participants logged on from North America, South America, Europe, Israel, South Africa, and East Asia on the 445,000 devices in all, according to Shabad, the branch of the Hasidic Judaism, I can't pronounce this, led, led. In 20 interconnected Zoom meetings, each representing a different community or region, viewers prayed, told stories, sang, and studied passages of the Torah or Hebrew Bible. So there was 20 interconnected Zoom meetings, so maybe breakout rooms, but over 100,000 participants. I didn't think Zoom would be able to manage that. I, I love to know like, who organized this call or this meeting, because I know you can buy additional Zoom participants to a Zoom call. And like like our uh, co-host said today, I wonder how they muted everyone on entry, how noisy that would be if everyone just unmuted at the same time or said prayers at the same time or sang uh, passages of the Torah or the Hebrew Bible. What a call. That must be a, a record number. The Zoom rooms connected to a central broadcast near the visitor center at the Oho, the site in Queens, New York, where Shunison, uh, commonly known as the uh, Lutabever Rabbi, or simply Rebbe, is buried. COVID-19 presented many of the thousands who would ordinarily visit the site from traveling to pay tribute to the rabbi or on or around the anniversary of his death in June the 12th, 1994, age 92. The staff at Zoom told us they have never had a single event with so many virtual rooms connected to the same broadcast. Ronan Pellard, the event's producer, told Shabbat.org, until now, their platform had a cap of a thousand people in a single room or webinar with 300 cameras, but the rest are passive viewers and not seen. With the coronavirus pandemic limiting large in-person gatherings, tools like Zoom, Facebook Live and WhatsApp have proven essential to helping communities of faith uphold sacred traditions like Ramadan, Easter and the Passover. Wednesday's broadcast called the Remembering of Our Father, I won't even try and pronounce the words, required a production company of an extensive technical team on site from around the world. The event lasted an hour and 45 minutes. A hundred thousand people on a zoom call that is insane the all things techie podcast subscribe like and share well that is the brief episode of the all things techie podcast episode 29 Wanna well, thank you for listening and episode thirty it's gonna be made available like literally an hour after episode twenty-nine. Do tune into it because it's interesting to hear what America is doing for COVID nineteen and the audiovisual area. Um, are we ever gonna get back to working to norm? Who knows? Is conferences gonna go ahead? Is I see twenty twenty one in Barcelona going to go ahead? We'll try and answer those questions and more. But for me, Justin Dawson, thank you for listening and uh, see you in episode 30. The All Things Techie Podcast is a product of the Extreme Media Network. For advertising and sponsorship opportunities, please visit www.extrememedia.ie. That's X-T-R-E-M-E, media.ie. Hi, I'm Billy. My name's Owen. And I'm Rosie. I'm Rachel. 
and I'm a voiceover for XTS. Instead of listening to us, this could be your advert. With any of our voices, why not contact Extreme Technology Solutions today? And let us be the voice of your product or service. Visit www.xts.ie for more information. Extreme Technology Solutions. Extreme Technology Solutions. Extreme Technology Solutions. Experts connecting you. Experts connecting you. Experts connecting you.